Thank you. Thank you very much, Adrian. Um, and thank you, everyone, for giving me a few minutes of your time this morning uh, to kind of set the scene. And that's what I hope to do uh, in, in the next few minutes with you all. So my name is Naveena, Chief Executive Health Education England and currently Chief Workforce Officer for the uh, for NHS England. Um, as you all know, uh, HEE and NHS England, together with NHS Digital, are merging to become the new NHS England. Um, and so by the end of March um, of 2023, we will be a single organisation transferring all of HEE's current functions into the new NHS England. So as Adrian says, this is, um, I think there is no better time to address this particular issue. Um, uh, I think we all are mightily aware of the of health inequalities and during the last three years or so through the pandemic, it's become even more stark. Um, and I would suggest that even where we thought we took comfort in addressing health inequalities and um, and paying attention to population health, we haven't actually done as well as we thought we were doing. Um, and actually, we have there is an urgency to address uh, this. I think this is a real opportunity and a test for our professions to work in collaboration for the population of England. So this is a real um, uh, ask of all of us to connect what we do in the training space uh, much more openly with the delivery space and the impact on the population. So I know that um, most of you will uh, be very focused on your part of the country, your specialty, your organisation, delivering your outcomes. And what we're asking you, do, you to do now to add to your burden is to extend your uh, commitment uh, and your energies and your efforts to think about how we collectively improve the health and well-being and address health inequalities for all of the people that we serve across the country. Um, and perhaps our friends, our families, uh, people that we know who live in parts of the country, I'm sure we know where uh, we need to consider how we um, uh, address training uh, and, and therefore service delivery. Now, I'm just going to say a few words because Adrian and colleagues will uh, give you all the data and all the information as to uh, how we've got to where we are now. Um, now, we have this opportunity working together with NHS England. We are now, we have been involving the wider NHS community using all of your knowledge and experience to lead this open collaborative debate to have an honest uh, challenge to better, better improve the distribution of the investment in future medical specialty training places. Now, um, this will, of course, benefit a lot of people. It will also raise problems. So part of the work that we want to do together and part of the benefit of us coming together as a single organisation is that we also have to then work out how we solve the problems or the unintended consequences that are um, that are a result of this of this particular uh, initiative and work. Now, workforce and training aspect of tackling health inequalities has has, as Adrian said, been considered too difficult. Um, but this has meant that where HEE spends public money um, does not increasingly does not align with where it's most needed. 
Um, and actually, it's very, very difficult to to have a narrative to justify that any any longer. Um, so this is the this program is essential and it is the right thing to do. Now, although it's difficult to do, it does give us a unique opportunity to ensure that our future workforce supply is actually the result of better alignment, training, service and patient need. Now, we are um, going to be thinking about integrated planning, that is service planning, financial planning and workforce planning right across the country. And what we want to do is make sure that training and supply is right at the heart and core of how we do planning. Our trainees are service, they deliver service. Um, we also know that when we think about workforce planning and we think about the labour market more generally, we have to understand the different forces that encourages people to work in different parts of the country. And that is part of our responsibility. So I am, with respect, asking you all to include that in your responsibility as well as educators, as trainers, as leaders in this space. So this is a really important opportunity to think differently about training our workforce uh, and more broadly. So beyond the skills, the competencies, the capabilities, beyond the culture that we want to develop, actually also thinking about uh, how we influence the service delivery and the uh, health and well-being of the people in the different parts of England. Um, so this this work, this this plan, this opportunity is actually to help support the increased numbers of doctors uh, and also to continue to improve high quality training across um, those living uh, and give that that gives those living in remote rural and coastal settings better access to healthcare. Um, and that is a really important task. And I think those of us who do not work or do not deliver training in remote, rural, coastal settings um, have a have a, a, well. We are inviting you to be part uh, of the of finding the solutions to support the populations in those settings. So I'm looking forward to some uh, really innovative solutions and ideas that can help us take this forward. Now we, of course, everybody always strives to keep patients and public at the centre of everything that we do. Um, and so this programme is a real test of our collective ability uh, to do that, how we develop it and how we implement it and how we manage the tensions that will arise out of the programme. It's broad reach, it's complex. So that means we will it will continue to be an iterative process. We will continue to have to consider a wide range of issues as we move forward. Uh, learning, recognising opportunities, um, being aware and mindful of the problems that will that it will throw up. Um, as I said earlier, understanding the in unintended consequences. And then when you get that the fact that doing this creates a problem somewhere else, that's not a reason for not doing it. We have to collectively then think about how we find the solutions to address the problems that may arise out of this program. So um, uh, as Adrian and other colleagues know, problems become a to-do list for all of us. Um, so the most important thing I think uh, on this 
as well as your expertise and uh, your understanding of how to ensure we deliver high quality training and high quality services. For me, I think this is uh, also a real test of our relationships, our ability to work together, uh, our, our communication, especially when um, the rubber hits the road, when there is a rub, when there is conflict. So um, I'm also hoping that we will be able to find uh, find opportunities to be really open about those difficulties and find ways in which that we will be able to address them, overcome and find solutions, even in the most difficult uh, of circumstances. So uh, these are very important conversations, today's conversations, but I'm sure they will be ongoing and they will need to continue across national, regional, local uh, areas and uh, organizations and systems as this program uh, progresses. So I know that you've got shed loads of work to do anyway, and this is an additional ask of all of you. Uh, so I want to thank you in advance um, and, and thank you for supporting this work and for absolutely for especially solving the problems uh, as we go along. Thanks, Adrian.